We can say whatever the heck we want. Yeah. Were, were we doing that? I don't no. I think you're being sexist. Well, no. Yeah. Well, no. Yeah. We were we were impersonating what Favre would say, given <laughs> yeah, that he's that the political most politically incorrect person ever. Yeah, it was a satirical take on what Brett Favre might say. Yeah, uh, I didn't say I hanging brain once, and so nope. I want an award for that. <laughs> no. <laughs> <laughs> oh, gosh. So, so we got a little NFL roundabout. Gosh, another yep. pretty mediocre week. I'm pretty disappointed in the NFL product this year. It was weird. It, it was seems weird like it, it's an expansion league right now, and half the teams are are trying to figure out what works, and they haven't done it yet. Yeah, it's not good. This is Patriot Sports Radio. Patriot Sports Radio. Fed up with the national talking heads and biases of mainstream sports media. If it's sports, from the high school level to the pros, we're talking about it. Like the red-blooded Americans we are. God bless America. God bless America. God bless America. Let's do this. Here's Eric, John, Chris, and the coach. Welcome back, my friends. If you're new, then welcome in Patriot Sports Radio Football Edition. My name is Eric. I'm your host. Glad to have you with us. Thank you for those reviews. Recap time. Let's get into it. There are only 10 teams with winning records in the NFL. 22 of 32 teams are 500 or below. John and Angela are here to kick these uh, shitty games around. What did you think of the weekend, John? Subpar. Subpar. Obviously, Chiefs-Buffalo. Kansas City-Buffalo was great. Of course, you're going to love that. But just a lot of bad football going around. I mean, the stalwarts of the league at the quarterback position are just... Really unimpressive this year, starting at the top with Tom Brady, um, Mr. Uh, Mr. Worldwide, jet setting all over, going to weddings and everything. He's not Tom Brady. Aaron Rodgers doesn't appear to be Aaron Rodgers. Russell Wilson is a dumpster fire um, right yeah. now with his coach. It's a weird league. So we got the Chargers and we got the Broncos tonight, and it's going to be oddly close where you think at this point the Chargers could blow them out of the water. But we don't know what we have anymore. It's it's, it's very strange. Yeah. Angela, Patrick Mahomes, Tom Brady, Aaron Rodgers, Lamar Jackson, all MVPs, all lost yesterday, all 3-3. Three and three. Your Vikings are 4-1 and <laughs> one last I checked? 5-1? and one? What's their record now? Oh, yeah. How does yeah, that smell? Um, Pretty good, right? <laughs> I know I was like, smell? okay, so are we going to start talking about my quarterback for MVP? Or are we going to wait a couple of weeks yet? Give him a couple primetime games. He'll come back down to earth. He's flying a little too close to the sun. It's, you're, you're right. It's so true. It's so, so true. But I was like, oh, I'm wearing my Viking shirt today. Stir a little bit of the pot for sure. Um, I'm glad that they won, obviously. But I just, again, it's like, you wonder like when that flip is switched or switch is flipped. Um, and when, when, you know, the rubber meets the road, so to speak. Right. And when the, the talk is actually action. And so I'm expecting it to fail, but I really, unfortunately, I hate to say it, but I was like, it was interesting for me to see uh, your, your football game and watch the Packers lose, which was super painful. But Ooh, I also was like, now. 
I kind of mm. was like, you know what? Like, Salah's like, hey, take that, everybody, once again. Like, because he was talking about, you know, cashing in on those receipts of everybody's shit talking in the beginning of the year, and that time has come. And so that was kind of like, oh, hey, we've come full circle here, everybody. Now that McCarthy's lost, it's basically Brian Dable, and I'm not hearing a lot about Kevin O'Connell. I mean, I hate the Vikings, yeah. but... The guy's five and one. I'm surprised nobody's talking about him. Yeah, they're talking about everybody surrounding him, actually. Like, they're talking about the culture and the culture change, and that's great. But everybody is, like, piling on to and having a fun time piling on to Cousins and how he's, like, like the super positive leader and, and is, like, pumping everybody up constantly 24-7 to the point where it's almost cheesy. Like, there's all these, like, oh, he's such a dad. And it was, like, he's like, way to go, buddy. You're the reason why we just scored and, like, all this stuff. So What I, I don't... love, <laughs> the thing I love that they're doing is after every win, all the players put all their, like, they're putting more and more chains around his neck. It started out <laughs> with just that spinning one. But then right. yesterday he had, like, five or six necklaces on. I expect them to start <laughs> buying jewelry to raise the stakes on this thing. He's got substitute teacher status right now where it's like, hey, as long as everything's cool, we like yep. you a lot. But the minute, yep. the minute exactly. we don't like you anymore, we hate you and you're the enemy. As soon as you throw that for back, the fan base, pick. Sure. that's right. Yeah. Like that's for sure for the fan base. Like it's, we're um, not easy to please. That's for sure. No. The NFC is the NFC East, Eagles 6 and 0, Giants 5 and 1, Cowboys 4 and 2, and that's basically all your decent teams in the NFC. The Vikings yeah. are the only ones with one loss or well, they're the only one loss team. Mm-hmm. It's, it's crazy to me that um Mike McCarthy isn't smelling as bad as what I thought he was going to right around now. So, I was sort of eating crow on that one. Struck gold with Cooper Rush. He was in yeah. the mix for coach of the year until he blew that game. People were starting to say it, which as somebody who's experienced Mike McCarthy, he's never yeah. a coach of the year. Yeah. If something's five and one, it's something someone else is doing. <laughs> right. He's a salesman. But you're yeah. right. I mean he is a salesman. That's a great analogy, John. Totally. It's just, that's how all these crappy coaches become coaches, is they're just good salesmen. Look at Cliff Kingsbury. Um, people are starting to talk about uh LaFleur that way. Yeah. Oh, he, and I, he, I, I, not that I love plugging other people's shows, but you listen to Cowherd and he brings up some good points. Like, what has he done? And I got to thinking about it because yesterday we were texting and I was like, yeah, you won't fire him. He's a good coach. And then if you really kind of pick apart his resume, he hasn't really three, done much. But, but that's it. Because if you count the automatic <laughs> losses uh, that the Bears give them and the Lions give them, there's four wins a year. Um, yeah. can't win in the playoffs. I don't know. I don't think the seat's getting warm, but I think um, it's do or die or it's an inflection point for their franchise and your franchise to really figure out who you are because I don't think you guys have an identity. Well, no, it's freaking that, me out. What are you going oh. Um, It's freaking me out that, once again, he like keeps on taking full responsibility for whatever has gone wrong without necessarily saying what yeah, it is every time. gambling us. He is, and... <laughs> And right away, like last year at the at the end of the season, I was like, 
you know what? Rogers is to blame for a lot of this stuff. He's doing his own thing. He's not being coachable. He's not listening to the coaches. He's running the show when the coaching staff is not. Like, that was my whole point of view. And I don't know that any of that's changed necessarily. I mean, I think that's the environment that Rogers needs to be and wants to be in. But I don't know if that's working. He didn't. I don't know if he did a lot. Did a lot to foster that in the off season. I didn't hear about him flying these wide receivers out to his palatial estate in California to run routes or anything. And that was the impression I left the game when I sat and thought about the game today. My overall impression is this: it's week seven now, and this team has no identity. They're not a running team. They're not a team that Aaron Rodgers comes in and and plays Superman. They're not a team that gets by on defense. They're they're not even the team that wins ugly and is probably going to figure it out anymore. I don't know what they're a mess, top to bottom. I've never seen public opinion shift on Matt Lafleur like I did today. Like yeah. I'd say, half the fan base hates him. Well, he was talking like, oh, we weren't doing like what I wanted to do or what we should have done. And I was like, well, is that running the ball? Like, what are you talking about? I wasn't, he was being very vague, like a high school girl. Yeah, I love when a coach says we need to get someone the ball more. Like you had 13 offensive possessions and Aaron Jones touched the ball 12 times. That's your decisions and that's unacceptable. Meanwhile, Giants 24, Ravens 20. Giants now 5-1. and one. Dayball. But Still not on top of the NFC East. Brian Dable is a hell of a coach. He's got yes, he, he should not be winning this this many games with the talent he has. And they're coming back in the fourth quarter and doing it. Yeah. That's the mark yeah. of a good coach. Yeah, they're good. Um, fun to watch. It's kind of strange. Yeah. It, it, he's definitely shifted the culture the way, same way Salah has. It's it's okay, I guess. People love to say it's nice when the New York teams are good. To me, I don't. I don't give a crap. Um, yeah, <laughs> yeah, yeah. He's he's proving that um, uh, he's a good coach, and that's a tough division. That's the tough division, toughest in the NFC by the way I look at it. Because who the hell knows what's going on in the NFC West? The yeah. NFC South is going to run through Tom Brady, presumably, but that doesn't say a whole lot. And then the NFC North is Minnesota until Kirk Cousins uh, falls back down to earth. I'm looking at points for the Eagles have 161. Nobody else even has 150 in the NFC. And then in the AFC, we got Colts 34, Jaguars 27. Matt Ryan sets a career high for pass attempts. Not just a career high for him, a, a franchise record for the Colts. All they did was saying something. He threw, it, he threw it 58 times. His arm's going to fall off at some point. I can't believe Peyton didn't throw it 58 times. I guess he had edge, but um, that's that's crazy. And, and good for him for getting a win. Good for the Colts for kind of righting the ship a little bit because they look like a dumpster fire at the beginning of the year. Yeah. But then who's yeah, going to win that know. division? Tennessee? Who's going to win that? Texas or the Houston Texans just fired Jack Easterby, who, according to every player who's left there, was the problem. Oh, it's the it's the franchise record for pass completions. That's even more mm. impressive. Forty two. Most for Matt Ryan, most for the Colts. Gosh, he's got ice on that shoulder today. But yeah, this Jack Easterby, I don't know what kind of snake oil salesman that guy is. He was president of football operations. But he comes off as a televangelist. 
very weird. Very weird guy. I, I can't wait to bet on the Texans now that they've fired him. Bailey I'm, I'm, Zappy. <laughs> I'm assuming he was the guy doing the fire sale after Houston was good. Yeah. Uh, well, no, because then they had Bill O'Brien who had was wearing like three hats. O'Brien was the one none of them well. Up. None of them well. And so they hire <laughs> this guy. <laughs> None of them fit, not one. No, so yeah, I don't, I don't know. <laughs> That's a weird division. That to me is the the com the comparable division to the NFC West, where it's like, oh, geez, who's going to win this? I'm just yeah, shocked. Everybody's everybody's leading their division at three and three. <laughs> it's it's wild. And then, it is wild, and it's been chaotically beautiful. Like for me, it's been wildly entertaining. Like I just I'm like loving listening to everybody lose their mind. Yeah, you're a root <clears throat> for the story person. This is a great season for you, Bailey Zappi. That's a story. Thirty eight points over the. I mean, the Browns suck, and they didn't have Denzel Ward, but still, thirty eight points. I wonder if they give Mac Jones the job back when he's healthy. He's racing to get back. He was at practice last week. He sees what's happening. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, I mean, he wasn't wowing anybody this year. So for a guy to come in that can run the offense more effectively and not turn over the ball, why would you go back to Mac Jones? Mac Jones, that's, what's he won? Nothing. That's the key. Bailey Zappi's not giving the ball to the other team like Mac Jones was. And yeah. I imagine after scoring 38 points, the boys in the locker room love him. Mm-hmm. That's Man, if he just fell into another great quarterback, like this kid set some records in college, he could be a guy. That would piss me off. <laughs> that would piss me off. I know. Bengals yeah. just got by the Saints, 30-26. Jamar Chase and uh, Joe Burrow put on a show. Joe Burrow had Jamar Chase's national championship jersey on before the game, so you knew that you knew the Saints were probably fucked. Yeah, I, I saw that. Um, that touchdown that Jamar Chase had was absolutely insane. I don't know what move, what spell he cast on that corner uh, running down the sideline, but somehow the corner got bamboozled and just dove out of the way. You don't see too many plays like that. It's nice to have a weapon like that. You haven't seen that in Chicago in years. Ever. No. <laughs> in years, Ever. Ever. <laughs> Do we want to talk about the uh, the turd the turd that was the Thursday night game? Oh, I I remember it being gross. It was so forgettable. (laughs) Uh, I was watching it with five other Bears fans out here, and everybody was disgusted. Uh, I've never seen. Well, no, I can't say that. It's been a while since. Have some hope in Chicago. No. Now when they play like losers, I mean, they just straight up played like losers. Let's run a route to the one yard line. Like why? Like the way that they went about that whole game, you know, muff punt here. You know, somebody just straight up snatched it out of somebody's hands last week. They're just playing like losers because they don't have guys. I don't think it's a coaching thing. I think Eberflus is probably a solid coach. Um We'll see about Getze. I don't see anything on the offense. But at the same time, they're playing with guys that are like collegiate-level athletes. None of them are what I would say serviceable on an NFL roster. So we're just we're playing with a bunch of really bad players. So, of course, we're going to lose. But, you know, I, 
they they should have won that game 100% yes. Thursday, and they did not. Yeah, Khalil Herbert right off the bat, now I'm starting to remember this game. Khalil Herbert got them down to like the four on the mm-hmm. first possession, and somehow they came away with zero points. Yeah, I think over three in the drives. red zone. How do you not punch it in in the red zone with two solid running backs? Both healthy. And a quarterback who can run. <laughs> that seems like it's almost harder not to do than it is to actually do. Ugh, gosh. <laughs> you, you know you're in football hell when your team gets into the red zone and you're just like, damn it. Because there's a lot of teams like that. There are some other teams like that where it's <laughs> they just stumble over themselves and then here comes the field goal unit. It's almost like you need to score from 40 yards out or it's not going to happen. Right. Yeah. Once you condense the field a little bit, they can't hang with an NFL defense. It's not fun to watch. No. <laughs> Falcons 28, Raiders 14. Boy, I think every time Will and I have a favorite pick in the Super Podcast, it loses. I knew we were fucked the second I turned this game on and I saw those throwback jerseys. I was like, oh, no. The Dirty oh, Birds. I've- I bet what are you guys throwback. doing with it anyways? We're about 500. I think we were two games over going into this weekend, so we're kind of just treading water. I think we need what we need to do is win one of these quarterly prizes. They break it up into four parts, and you just win one of those. Have the best record through a quarter of it. Or, and I may bring this up, what if we tank? What if we try to get the last place award, which I'm sure is like 10 grand? But if you try to do that, you'll never do it. That's the thing about gambling. If you try to lose, you can't. And if you try to win, you can't. It's, it's a Chinese finger trap. But it's also... It's like when you're trying to total your car, you're trying to hit a deer and it doesn't work. And when you get the brand new car, day one, boom. Yep. Way home from the dealership. <laughs> That's such a Midwestern phrase. When you're trying to total your car and hit a deer. <laughs> You know, you got the insurance guy, and you want to do the thing where you hit the deer. You roll out the car. Steelers 20, Buccaneers 18. Tom Brady went to, a, what was that, Robert Kraft's wedding? Yes. The night before the game? Yeah. Or Alone. Friday night? Missed yeah. Saturday practice. I mean, was it worth it? Screaming at his offensive line. I wonder what those guys were thinking as he's screaming in their face. Like, dude, you weren't even at work yesterday. Like, what are <laughs> right. you talking about? I'm like, yeah. uh, Brady has CTE because who is this guy? This is not anybody that we know. So crazy. He's he's moved from the lonely guy at recess to the transfer in a new school that he had some magic at his old school, but it just doesn't translate into the new school. And he yeah. looks lonely. He doesn't look like himself. I I don't know what to what to think, but I, I am hopping off the Tom Brady bandwagon. I don't see them winning anything this year. I see him uh, melting down and screaming more and more as the year goes on. Yeah, I don't know how you can rally your troops when you're not there for them. Like it's, I don't care who you are. Yeah, reputation speaks for yourself, but like the proof is in the pudding. Like you have to be there. You have to be the leader. You have to. I would feel abandoned if that was these guys. Like, and now it's a pattern. He did it preseason, which again, it's but everybody else is there. You can't tell yeah. me, well, it doesn't matter. Well, if it didn't matter, they wouldn't have scheduled the meeting. If it didn't matter, right. they wouldn't have had the walkthrough on Friday. And I don't care that he's won six Super Bowls. I, I got to imagine, I'm not a pro athlete, but I got to imagine that's pretty annoying to know that he can just take off whenever he wants, show up, and he doesn't play well. 
Yeah, he's running the show. Like, he's running the show. And he's like, this is what I need from you. And the guys are like, probably like, I wish you were here to show me what you need from me. Yeah. (laughs) Help me me to help you. Yeah, exactly. (laughs) And then you go out and lose to the Steelers, not just the Steelers, the the half Mitch Trubisky Steelers. (laughs) That's right. <laughs> Crazy. <laughs> he came in and threw for 144 and a touchdown, no picks, finished off the Buccaneers. Wow. Yeah. Never would he was have a happy camper. That. He was happy. Yep. yep. Kenny Pickett <clears throat> went out with a concussion. He'll be gone next week, too, for sure. Chris Olave was cleared today, which is interesting. They held him out even after he progressed through the whole concussion protocol. They still didn't let him play. And then the next day, He's healthy. So I think the unspoken rule is no matter what, you miss the next game. Yeah. yeah and definitely. now I hear two is coming back. How? Yeah. I think he's taken off in a stretcher, went to the hospital. And now they're like, yep, he's he's like set to start. Now, I don't know if it's next game or the following, but it just seems like we're in this bizarre wow. world with concussions that some are treated way too conservatively some are treated way too liberally i who knows but i just find it strange that after everything with tua now he's coming back it's like we're more informed but we're acting ignorant (laughs) to concussions half the time it's very weird and as the science changes you know the rules will change I'm, we'll, I think we'll see a lot of abundance of caution with the concussions out of an abundance of caution. But, I mean, what are the, where do the Buccaneers go from here? They just lost to a fucking backup's backup. I wonder what their schedule is. Tampa Bay Buccaneers games. Now they are going to play the Panthers. Oh, talk about a get-right situation. I mean... Half the players will be on the trade block. Maybe Christian McCaffrey won't even be playing. I wonder what they're going to do there. Just completely dismantle the Panthers franchise? They should. It's pretty, it's pretty much been run into the ground. Uh, they lost 24-10 to the Rams. No mm-hmm. bounce back spot with the new coach. Yeah. Yikes. Yeah. The Rams and the, the receiver. Exactly impressive either. Yeah, the receiver who just popped off. Gosh. I can't stand guys like that. It's like you can't go full Antonio Brown. Antonio Brown can't go in full Antonio Brown. You think you can get away <laughs> with stuff like that? Right. And then immediately traded. I think uh, what was today that coaches just said, I've had enough. Cam Akers and uh, was Robbie Anderson or something like that? Yeah. I love I love that they just marched him to the, to the locker room because how, how long can you just scream at a coach when you suck? Yeah, what have you been doing that yeah. day or any day this year, really? Yeah. So the I, Panthers are, are cruising to be one of the worst teams in the league. No big surprise. Um, he is <laughs> He's the guy who was pulled over in Florida once, and he explained to the officer um, how he would produce semen onto his wife's eyes. Uh, and was arrested. So, I wonder what he said to the coach. <laughs> oh my gosh. And That's I gotta imagine wild. the cop had to hold a lot of restraint in that moment. 
Yeah. Oh my god. How gosh. was that get out? Was that in the police report? Yeah, that yeah, it was back or then. Was he like, or was he bragging to his homies? Uh, it, the story, though. Yeah, it was a couple years ago. <laughs> yeah. Gosh, the amount of the amount of speeding tickets the NFL gets—it's insane. Yeah. And I even heard it was it made its way to Skip and Shannon today where they're like, hey, we both got a lot of speeding tickets. I'm like, is is the rest of the world just driving at 100 miles an hour and I'm not? (laughs) And Shannon was like, yep, I've had plenty of them. 100 miles an hour. It's like, what? Where? Where are you driving 100 miles an hour? I got a ticket when I was 16 for 97 and a 45. And I haven't gotten Whoa. many. Yeah, the cop was pissed. It was the day after prom. I had just dropped my date off. And oh. <laughs> I was coming home in my dad's car. And he pulled me over. He made me get out and walk to his car and look at the 97 on the dashboard. And then he, you know, told me about the vehicle's a weapon, blah, blah, blah. And then I never told my dad. I just went home like nothing happened. And then he got How did you not lose your license? Yeah, he got the ticket in the mail, and then he took my license and said he mailed it back to the DMV, and then he gave it back to me when I was eighteen and said that he never, he never, my license had been valid the entire time. So, real you cool guy, my dad. You. Real cool guy. Yeah, yeah. and you got uh, duped. So I hope you got your Phil prom night. It was worth two years of driving privileges. That's why he was speeding. Out of yeah. rage. <laughs> There was some guy next to me who was trying to race, and I was like, I'm 16, I don't know how dangerous This is a Toyota Camry? Hell yeah. yeah. <laughs> I think this is a four-banger. I think these tires are new. It's a 96 Monte Carlo. Oh, okay. Yeah, he was real pissed. Cause, yeah. Cause that was Cypress the- Hill on my radio right now. <laughs> yep, yep. Big, big Dale Earnhardt household I grew up in. So there was a Did Monte you have Carlo the Intimidator the one? I think so. Uh, no, no, that was the one he wanted, but... We were we weren't quite upper middle class. That, that was the car class. of the swaggy white guy. Yep, <laughs> that and the Impala, those long ones. Like <laughs> yeah. Ninety-five, those are sweet. Yeah. Anyway, Seahawks nineteen, Cardinals nine. Holy shit! The Seahawks defense is the absolute worst, and Kyler could not score a single touchdown. He ran mm-hmm. for hundred yards, zero touchdowns, three field goals. You got to fire Cliff Kingsbury, and you got to do it quick do it because the whole offense him kyler it's all an ecosystem i don't think you could take the quarterback or the coach out you gotta like i don't know either leave it or go full game of thrones get rid of everybody i'm really excited to see their mid-season hard knocks and just how much of a shit show that is oh i forgot about that me too that's gonna be good yeah, I don't know when it comes out, but I got to check on that because I'm curious to see what that organization is like behind closed doors. And I'm sure Coach will be taking copious notes. Yeah, absolutely. A lot of confirmation bias from Coach. Yep, he sucks right there. Yep, that's how you know right there. See what he did? <laughs> that is not how you do that. No one worth its salt would do that. I think yeah. they thought they were just going to follow... Um, DeAndre Hopkins and his story and, you know, getting back in. And they got way more than they bargained for. Mm-hmm. With, with, I mean, Will and I both decided that Cardinals' last place in the division would be a good bet. 
yeah. before the season started, and it's starting to shape up like one. So uh, they are. So what is that? Did you whole, actually place that, that division? They're last right now. Five hundred. Does that whole division have five hundred or less? The 49ers, Rams, and Seahawks are all three and three, <laughs> and then the Cardinals are two and four. That's your NFC West. That's the NFC division that we thought was going to be. Seattle might screw around and win this division just because they're scrappy. Yeah. Yeah. I mean, they're definitely the feistiest team in there. And is anybody asking the Rams, like, what they paid for? Like, what are they doing? I know it's still early, but my goodness. How much money have they dumped into this win-now mode, and they ain't winning? No. They're not even winning games. Forget a Super Bowl. I mean, they got past the Panthers, but they had to come back to do that. Stafford threw a pick six. <laughs> yeah, that was predicted last year. Like, hey, this is great right now, but watch this whole thing fall apart and the wheels fall off. Yeah. I didn't think that bill would come due already. I thought they'd have one or I two didn't more years. Yeah. Oh, yeah. But when yeah. you play with fire in those veteran players, I mean, they could just go down in droves like they have. Mm-hmm. And then Von Miller goes to Buffalo. Von Miller might be the key to winning Super Bowls. You just Could get be. that guy on your team, and he puts you over the top. I mean, Buffalo's got to be the favorite right now in Vegas, right? Yeah. I mean, they have to be. But I, I don't know. about Philly, I would think. Say Tua comes back, and he's back to being Tua. The Jets keep uh, on their heater. New England can beat anybody any given week. That could be an interesting division to watch. If all those things kind of fall into place now, I, I don't know that it will, but that's going to be a fun division to watch. It's certainly not going to be the AFC West like we thought. That's not going to be fun to watch. Um, well, let's check in on the score. How many zeros are on the board? I think it's it was 10 nothing last I checked. Hopefully uh, one of my first touchdown bets hit. That would be nice. Boy, the PGA season is a lot better for my bankroll than the NFL season. I don't bet <laughs> most of my props in the prop article because I don't want to jinx them. So when they win, I don't know, the people win. But I sometimes do. I did bet on Brees Hall yesterday because, I mean, come on, the line on his carries was 11 and a half. Like, they're not going to give him the ball 20 times like they almost did. Boy, he's good at football. That, yeah. Jets, offensive, that Jets defensive line absolutely kicked our ass front to back. And then the the offensive line did the same thing. Yeah. You know, some you mad genius a... drafted him in the fantasy league, and I think that was me. <laughs> yeah. That was a good pickup. He's, he's pretty good at football, man. 20 wow. points, baby. So, do you think there's anything to the Lafleur versus Lafleur thing and that maybe they have an inside track on how each other coaches and that had something to do with it? Maybe. I know Matt said he didn't like he doesn't like to beat his friends during the week. So that's not something I want my coach saying. If your mom is on the other <laughs> sideline, I want you to beat her by 42. <laughs> She'll still love you. <laughs> Gosh. Well, it's... I kind of mentioned it yesterday, but it's kind of a tough place to be firing a coach because I, who's out there besides, yeah. of course, uh, Sean Payton, of course, but that's going to be a sweepstakes. Yeah, I, you, and you just weird. don't know who's out there. Is there some stellar coordinator like that's that. just chomping at the bit? I don't know. Right, like you're jumping from the fire pan, fire the fire pan, the frying pan into, into the, the fire. fire. Yeah. yeah, and this isn't a franchise that makes bold moves like that anyway. 
firing McCarthy after that Arizona loss was pretty much unprecedented. They don't really do it in season. Mm-hmm. But I think Brian Dable, I think, was the guy, and he's been hired. So now yeah. you got to wait for the next obvious guy. Eric the Enemy in Kansas City gets talked about every year, but I don't know if he killed somebody or what he did. He's just never gotten past the conversational stage. I, I, I've heard rumblings that he's not the best person to work with. Um, but then again, a lot of coaches aren't. You can't tell me Bill Belichick is a walk in the park to work with. I mean, we had players driving their cars off the road because they were too afraid to show up late and they needed a valid excuse. <laughs> That's awesome. Where do I not know about this beautiful nugget? Oh, yeah. It's yeah. it's real. It came out. It was somebody who's since retired, of course, and is is free from the uh, the. The Boston Mafia, that is the Patriots Didn't culture. Go to Kraft's wedding. So. No, no. <laughs> yeah. All business. That <laughs> reminds me, our, our corn pop this week, I think, should be Bill's safety, Jordan Poyer, who, due to a rib injury, was not medically cleared to fly to Kansas City, so he drove 15 hours there and back to play the game last night. That's, that's pretty, pretty badass. badass. Yeah. That's pretty badass. That's pretty badass. I that's, mean, that's dedication. Oh, man. I have a And that's not a fun drive. That's not a fun drive. That's not That's not L.A. to Seattle. Beautiful views. No. Are you dying to know what was on his playlist? <laughs> yeah. Was it mostly music? Mostly podcast? Did he drive? Was he in a Tesla? Was it driving itself? Maybe it was a self-driving car and he was napping. Should have been. Did he stop at, what's that giant, did he stop at a Bucky's and really Pilot. load up? A couple <laughs> flying J's. Let's see, go through Pennsylvania, Ohio, Indiana, Illinois. I've Missouri. done that. Oh my God. Yeah, Four Missouri, nine. most interesting state you're going to see. <laughs> on that journey there's not even any good food there like you're not going through kentucky or south carolina or oklahoma or or louisiana nothing let me tell you when you you get on the pennsylvania turnpike i'm gonna sound like like a 50 year old man here for a second but (laughs) when you get act like a dad (laughs) you did (laughs) all right um crack your your knuckles first (laughs) when you get on the pennsylvania turnpike one it's like 40 bucks. And two, it is the most boring drive because then you jump on the Ohio Turnpike. Then you Ugh. jump on the Indiana Turnpike. But before you go to Ohio and Indiana, you cross over into West Virginia. And then you go into the incest capital of the world in Wheeling, West Virginia. You get out like I did. Look around. See tweakers everywhere. Get back in your car and say, I'm pooping somewhere else. <laughs> something that shipped medical equipment and we shipped all kinds of stuff to Wheeling, West Virginia. Mm, a lot of needles. Kinda, yeah, cool. <laughs> <laughs> like like Tom Segura would say, a lot There's, of needles, no the, sewing factories. <laughs> yeah, that's right. There's been three places in my life where I looked around and said, I am not supposed to be here right now. Wheeling, <laughs> West Virginia, <laughs> south Belize. side of Chicago, and then Belize when I almost Belize. got kidnapped. <laughs> Oh, gosh. 
you definitely almost got kidnapped. Yeah, that was creepy. But yeah. still, yeah, so that's a that's a boring drive. That he gotta be corn pop of the week. Um that's what gets for my doing vote. the boring drive. Yeah. Right. You gotta listen to an audiobook or something. Hopefully he had McConaughey's green lights. That one will get you through. It's his whole life. I listened to it from a drive from Chicago to Denver. And Does uh, he read it? Yeah, of course he All does. Right. <laughs> yeah, it goes through his whole life. It's a it's a great listen. I, I and I also listened to it as I was running a half marathon. Whoa. Dazed and confused is just supposed to be a weekend. <laughs> Turned into a career, man. Yeah. I got my cars, got my women, got my weed. All right, all right, all right. Well, that was like, was that your impersonation of Dan Campbell impersonating Matthew McConaughey? <laughs> and Dazed and Confused? That's why the Sunday was weird and not very exciting. There were no wines. Guys, they right. suck. I wish they didn't, but they suck. <laughs> I know. Oh, gosh. There's a lot of points, though. Yeah, a lot of points. Wow. How does a Dan Campbell team not have a good defense? Yeah, uh, yeah. and the tight end has only had one good game. Hawkinson? Yeah, I know. He's on my fantasy. <laughs> wow. Had to start in Joku this week. Yikes. Yeah. These pictures of Tom Brady are getting more and more disturbing. So much. So, yeah, absolutely. He looks like it an just... actual skull. I think Gosh, I was really close to making an eating disorder joke, but it wouldn't <laughs> what if be he has a health problem? Like, what if he has like he's like he has Lyme's cancer disease. and he's been playing with cancer, and you're all like that guy, you know? Like that would be like the ultimate. He's starting to look like a real housewife, like the gaunt face, a lot of uh, I don't know lip injections, cheekbones are a little suspect in how chiseled they are. Um, look, I I don't know if he's had surgery, but I think he's had surgery. <laughs> it's just strange. He's already a handsome son of a bitch. What's he? Yeah, I think he's on a weird diet. Uh, like I know somebody her. who went on a this very is, this is the Tom Brady maybe. version of cutting bangs. <laughs> he's cutting bangs, and he thinks it looks good, but it doesn't. Just like every girl who's going through a breakup. And he's got too many yes men around him to tell him otherwise. Yeah, right. That makes sense. Gronk is his voice of reason. That's <laughs> right. Yeah, that's right. Just do it, man. <laughs> your life would be like that movie, Yes, Man. You would just do everything. If Gronk was your conscience, if you had a Gronkchance. A Gronkchance. <laughs> just told awesome. you to do everything. Oh, hmm. my goodness. What other games do we have? We went over your Vikings. We did the Seahawks, the Rams, Panthers. Whoa. I'm bringing up random screens. Monday night predictions. We... Well, I predict that... I predict the Monday night game is underway. Well, may, Eric, maybe you can explain this to me. How are the Chargers not that good? Uh, they have injuries is what I saw before the game. They listed a bunch of all pros on the offensive line that have injuries. But, I mean, can you always cry injury? That team is probably the most cursed with injuries. Them in San Francisco. But still, you've got Austin Eckler on the field. You've got Mike Williams. You've got a couple decent offensive linemen. 
Derwin James. I mean, what are we doing? You can't beat the the struggling Broncos. Are the Broncos winning that game? Yes. They are. Oh my goodness. Brandon no. Staley was the favorite for coach of the year at the beginning of last year, and he was like the second or third favorite going into this year. I don't understand what like Troy Aikman said. He goes for fourth down so much. I don't think the analytics community is even with him anymore. <laughs> well, first of all, screw the analytics community. I'm so sick of those nerds. Yeah. But their coach yeah. looks like an analytics guy for sure. He looks yeah. like my coworker. <laughs> yeah. He should be he should be crunching some digits, not really leading men into battle. Yeah, he should be uh VP of FPNA. The cops, when it comes to budgets, he does not look like a football coach. But, you know, anybody can coach. Yeah. I mean, let, Matt LaFleur's a five foot eight pretty boy. He's, well, that's not a great example. What do you think about these jerseys? I think they're awful. <laughs> these all greens, they should never, ever return. Oh, I loved it. You mean the pack really? game? Yeah. Oh, I, I liked it. I thought Too it was much. pretty cool. I liked it. Green. I liked it. That's the uniform I never use in Madden. That's what that is. <laughs> you go with that, maybe some white pants or yellow pants. I don't know. But I like those blue ones with the circle in the middle that other people, most yeah. other people hate. Those are awesome. Wait, are those the, the Thanksgiving ones? The Acme yeah. Packers. Oh, I don't like uniforms. those. Yeah. 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 Well, we've been through the football. See, I told you, Coach chops 20 minutes off. <laughs> we can yeah. talk about barbecue real quick if you guys want <laughs> like oh, tailgating it's been a minute <laughs> since we talked barbecue yeah <laughs> i'm gonna put that in i'm gonna put that in the saturday episode this week we're talking barbecue all right hold <laughs> on thank you everyone for listening thank you for all of your support spreading the word consuming our stuff we do appreciate it very much don't miss all the other shows the football super podcast every saturday morning at 7 30 central and every sunday morning at 7 30 tune in for wake and rake get all your fantasy and general football questions go check out patriotsportsnow.com the greatest website in the land 100 american made by heather shouts in the house on that website you'll find a forum in which you can discuss any and all things sports it's all about meeting the people where they are and interacting with them you being the people in that equation okay time for us to watch the rest of this football game until next time be good to each other chris let's kick the outro music when you get home you've been listening to patriot sports radio if you're sick of all the national talking heads and biases of mainstream sports media like we are this show is for you we hope you enjoyed it. Make sure to like, rate, and review. And we'll be back soon. For more content and merch, hit up www.patriotsportsnow.com. Find us on Twitter at Patriots Pod, on Instagram and Facebook at Patriots Sports Now, and on Getter, Rumble, and YouTube at Patriots Sports. Take care, and we'll see you next time.